What did you go last week? Oklahoma, no. TCU, yes, one and one. Georgia Tech, no, one and two. UCF, no, one and three. Clemson, pick them, yes, two and three. NC State, no, two and four. LSU, <laughs> two and five. Florida State, three and – oh, Kyle. Not good, not good. Three and five. six. Three and six. Three and six. All right, buddy. Three and six. I haven't seen your records recently. They they're not doing too much better. I don't think that's true. But okay. I went six like on, on Wednesday, you went like two and eight. That's not true. Wait, yeah. I, I went five I went five and six. I went wait, 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 hang on a second. This is very disrespectful because it's just so not true. On Tuesday, I went five and six. On Wednesday, I went seven and four. Yesterday, I went two and one. I have been positive this week. I went one and zero yesterday. All right. I'm you know, I, I placed that bet as soon as you texted that. I wasn't going to bet it. As soon as I texted what, the Mike Bray thing? Yeah. What, I, went, I went right to FanDuel and I placed it. Good for you, Colin. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. What is going on over there, Tommy? Tommy just bought a pack of cigarettes. Is that what just happened? Oh, I didn't just buy it. Okay. All right, here we go. You ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast. College basketball picks Saturday, January 21st. Justin Santi. Colin O'Donnell. Colin, what's going on? How are you? Doing well, doing well. A little better. It's... I'm, it's a Friday, so I'm doing well, you know. But I, uh, I, I would be doing better if my picks didn't suck. So that's fine. You got, you know, maybe you'll stop being a square. Hopefully, you put some prep in this week, and you're not just showing up looking at the lines and randomly picking stuff like you did last week. No, uh, yeah. Just saying, I, I, you know. Just saying. All if right. you did any extra prep, there's no way you end up on UCF and LSU like you did last week. Just oh, making. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, you know, you were you were so mad about me betting on UCF during mid. They were getting killed, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then you tried to mush it, which is very disrespectful. Oh, we're, we're going head to head. That's no, that's, that's, that's normal behavior. That is not normal behavior. That, that is, is no hundred percent. You would say the same thing if you're. I would not. It's disrespectful. You got no, you got to respect the game a little bit more, it's Colin. Disrespectful if you do it when you don't have any money on the side. Like if you're up and I say, "Oh, it looks like this team's blowing them out." That's disrespectful. If I if I'm on the opposite side, you know I'm trying to you know get get in your head. Well, it worked, but it didn't work for your bet. Um, it almost did, though. They, they they started coming back. They did. They made it really and then close. You started reacting to messages to try and to try and break the mush. It worked. <laughs> At the end of the day, it all worked out. Um, all right, we got a pretty awesome slate of college basketball on Saturday, as per usual. Last week, not great for you, Colin. Three and six. You're now nine and eleven on the season. Is that right? Nine and twelve, actually. Sorry, nine and twelve on the season. Uh, and I went six and three last week, winning week, put me at 11 and nine. Um, and now we're into this Saturday. Try to be efficient, try to be as quick as possible. Colin's got some things to do tonight on his Friday night. So we want to make sure we get him, we get him out feeling as good as possible. You know what I'm saying, Mrs. O'Donnell? All right, here we go. It's my tea box. So I'm going to start, start it off. Um, what are you giggling about over there? All right, let's go. <laughs> There's so many games that I like. Um, I don't know where I even want to start. Let's uh... – <clears throat> all right, so this might be a square dog. I don't really care. I know I'm going to be on it, um, and it's one of the biggest games of the day, and I know we're going to talk about it, so I want to get it out there. Uh, I'm taking Arizona plus one and a half um, against UCLA. 
UCLA just barely escaped against Arizona State um, the other day. Probably Arizona State probably should have won the game. They were up for most of the game. UCLA finished the game in a really strong run. Now they got to play Arizona. Uh, second game of the desert trip. I think Arizona is excellent. I think their size up front will cause all types of problems for UCLA. Um, I think UCLA has kind of skated by on playing teams that aren't as good as and beating teams that I don't think are as good as people that aren't as good as people think they are, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, they kind of escaped Arizona state. I don't think Arizona state's all that good. I mean, Arizona state's probably a bubble team right there out in the pac 12. They barely escaped them. Uh, I'm pulling up UCLA's schedule right now. Just so I have, I have full Maryland. Yeah. They beat Maryland, but Maryland's all again, another similar team. They lost to Illinois and lost to Baylor. Both those teams have proven to not be as elite as I think everybody thought they were back when that happened in Vegas. Um, they beat Oregon, but they only beat Oregon by nine. That was before Oregon got fully healthy. Now Oregon's fully healthy. They beat Kentucky, right? That was a big win at the time. Kentucky's kind of meh. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's kind of a, a theme there on, huh, UCLA really hasn't beaten anybody that big. Um, they haven't played a team as good as Arizona yet. They haven't played in an environment quite like what they're going to see Saturday afternoon in Tucson. Um, Arizona's talented. They're big. They're physical. And I think that um, – I think they win the game on on Saturday outright. So I'm going to take Arizona plus one and a half. I would take them all the way up to like minus one, minus two. Uh, I really like the the Wildcats on Saturday night. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm with you. I'm okay. going to also take Arizona. I wanted to talk about this game with you because this seems like a good spot to take Arizona, right? They both played on Thursday. They both had uh, wins. But Arizona's kind of been like, Treading water a little bit, right? They got blown out at Oregon. They haven't looked as good, as dominant as people thought. Yep. At midseason, at least. And now you've got like a, this is the Pac-12 Giants going head-to-head, and you've got them at home, which I think is important here. But I wanted to, like, UCLA doesn't really have anybody inside that can match up with Arizona, right? Like, who's going to? You're right. What is it? It's It's Bona and Mackie Tien. Like that's I mean, not- Etienne and, and Nuba are really just they're they're backups. Like it's it's Bona, and if Bona gets into foul trouble, they're they're in for a world of hurt. Well, I remember Mac Etienne one time I bet on UCLA last year, and Etienne came in and 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 did solid when whoever it was was in foul trouble. Yeah, Etienne. Um, Etienne's their third string guy right now. They yeah. they they've, they yeah they got they got no size. I wouldn't really think too much about it. Um, I don't know. Here here's <laughs> Arizona strikes me as a motivation team, Colin. I feel like when they've been motivated and had like hype spots, they've come out and looked excellent, right? They blew out San Diego state, San Diego state's really good. Um, They blew out Indiana on a neutral site in Vegas, Indiana back before Indiana had all their injury issues. Like back when Indiana was a top 20 team, they blew out Tennessee. You know what I think about Tennessee? I think Tennessee might be a top three team in America talent wise, right? They beat them. Um, Like they went, they beat, uh, they beat Creighton with Cockbrenner. Yep. They, right. They won the Maui. I mean, that's a great hype atmosphere. They won at Arizona State convincingly, a game they were up by 20. Arizona State got back into the game, but like that was a crazy atmosphere on the road. And I think they were amped up for that. I think when Arizona State, when Arizona has struggled, it has been in kind of these like lethargic letdown spots, right? So they they win Maui and then you got to go on the road to Utah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, a little yeah, like yeah, it makes sense. They're so, like a, a, a show team. 
Right. And I think fits I think that fits a little bit with Arizona yeah. with the like highly recruited talent, blue blood team, um great home atmosphere. You know, yep. that 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 that's kind of all the the check marks for a team that plays up and down, you know, that that can get surprised in spots because yeah. it it's not a it's not a real blue collar team. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. But I think on the flip side, right, they're a team that I don't know. When when they're you said it, they're a show team. And I think this is a time to show out. And actually, I think talent-wise, they have better players than UCLA does, like across the board. I think there might be a coaching edge on the UCLA sideline. I think Mick Cronin is one of the top five coaches in all of college basketball. But um I don't know. I think you said it, you said it well, show team. And this is a time to show out, which means it's a good spot to to take them. Consensus play, Arizona plus one and a half. All right, we're in on it. All right, uh, my first play. Yeah. I am going to go to a game that I told you about on Tuesday, and the line came out exactly where I was looking for. Looking at uh, Duke-Miami, and Duke is laying five at home against the Miami team. That is, I guess, second in the ACC right now, are they? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I need to look at the standings. I don't have them in front of me. So, I mean, Miami loses at NC State, but then they get a nice win against Syracuse in the game they really struggled with. And now you got to go on the road to Duke, who has been sitting on that loss at Clemson for a week. They haven't played since last Saturday. They're rested. This is a big matchup. The Cameron Crazies are going to be going nuts. Like, this is probably – is this the biggest game home game they've had this season? I think so. Right? This is going to be um, – this is going to be one of the best atmospheres they've had all year, and they're going to be ready for it. And I, I – I, like, look, Miami's great offensively. Their defense is is not – is not – it's nothing special. And I think going on the road into Duke against a very solid, sound defensive team in Duke – it's going to be it's going to be hard and in an environment like that it's going to be hard for them to score. And I think when Duke is really going to struggle is when they can't get points up on their own. And Miami's not going to prevent Duke from scoring. They're not going to prevent them from crashing the boards. They're not going to prevent them from score um getting easy layups. Like I I just I think Duke can out physical Miami and I don't think Miami's flash and guard play is going to perform well against a defensively sound team in an environment like this. So I'm going to lay the points. Okay. Duke minus five for Colin. Duke minus five. Um, Will not be coming along there. Uh, Miami tends to play Duke really well. Uh, I think it's a just as hype a spot for Miami. I think they're going to be ready and hungry. Um, I think they're really talented and really good. So I am staying away um but i see where your mindset is uh let's see where do i want to go next a lot of good games um i'm gonna take one of my favorite teams to bet on for reasons unknown i can't help myself don't be georgia tech i'm going right back to the well with josh pastor and georgia i tech. didn't even know if they were playing man <laughs> I blocked him out of my mind after that last performance. Georgia Tech has been underdogs in three straight games at home. I took them in the first two, lost to Pittsburgh, lost to NC State. Now here they are catching two 
at home against Syracuse. Um, Syracuse, I don't think is very good. They've got a pretty gaudy win loss record because um, they've beaten up on bad teams. They just had a great showing on the road at Miami only to lose in the final minutes. I don't see this young Syracuse team and they are a very young Syracuse team. I don't see them bouncing back from a tough loss and giving the same kind of performance that they did against Miami that, and then doing it against Georgia tech. So I think Georgia tech is hungry third straight home game. Like they need to come away with a, with a win in one of these. Uh, and I like it at plus two. So give me, give me the yellow jackets getting, getting the small number at home. I think they went out right. You want to come along? If it was anybody but Syracuse, I, I would, I would, I'd really not want to be on it. <laughs> Syracuse, I want to be on it, but I don't want to bet on Georgia Tech. It, it's a real conundrum here. Okay, well, you don't have to give anything out now. You can, you can settle on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll leave it off the board for now. Okay. All right, where, I'm gonna stay going to stay in the ACC though. Okay. And I'm going to go to a team that just got one of their better players back. Yes. And uh, they're going on the road. Yes. Against a team that is playing insanely well in the ACC. Great spot. Good luck. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Virginia tech plus two at Clemson. Uh, This team's better than Clemson. Yep. And analytically, at least um, that's the reason why this line is so, so low. They have been just absolutely careening. I think, uh, Last game they got they got who was it um Hunter Couture Hunter Couture Couture yeah, they got Couture back last game and they had a really tough matchup in an in-state rival against UVA and they didn't cover but they played they played tough and UVA is a good team like that's not to me that that wasn't the um, that wasn't the spot this team really like bounces back. Now you've got some time. You've got a game under your belt against a really tough team, and you've got a, a Clemson team that probably isn't taking you as seriously as they should. Yep. Right? Like they already won at Virginia Tech. They they won at Virginia Tech. They beat Duke. They just lost to Wake Forest. So you think that would like write the mind a little bit? But whatever. It's eleven and seven Virginia Tech coming into town. Who they already beat. Who they already beat, and you beat Duke like. This isn't a Virginia Tech's not a name in college basketball. Like they are, but they're not. They're not. They're not a, a name that's gonna that's gonna hype up an atmosphere. Like I'm sure there'll be fans because Clemson's good. But I think this Virginia Tech team really needs this win, and I think they're better than Clemson. So I don't. I don't see why you need any points here. Um, I'm with you. Consensus play. Uh, love Virginia Tech. Um. Something else to note, when Clemson beat Virginia Tech, Hunter Couture did not play. Now Hunter Couture is back. Clemson's starting point guard, Chase Hunter, missed last game due to injury. Questionable if he plays on Saturday. I saw him in a boot this week, which leads me to believe that he probably will not play. He is fantastic. Um, And if Clemson does not have him, I think they are in a lot of trouble. Uh, Clemson was undefeated. They had a big and undefeated in ACC play, I should say. They had a big spot against Wake Forest on the road. They gave up a ton of open threes to Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a great three-point shooting team. So is Virginia Tech. And if Clemson doesn't defend the perimeter, Virginia Tech can shoot the lights out. I love, love, love the Hokies and the revenge spot here. Plus, there's a little bit of line scaling, right? Think about it. Think about it, Colin. Like, 
what was the line when Clemson won at Virginia Tech? I want to say it was like plus six, plus six and a half, something like that, right? Clemson plus six and a half at Virginia Tech. I think it was something like that. Um, Let's see. And now Clemson's laying two, which is an eight and a half point swing, despite despite Virginia Tech getting – go ahead. Six and a half. Yeah, it was six and a half, right? And now it's an eight-point swing, right? Typically, you'd think it's a six-point swing for home court, right? Three yeah. on one side, three on the other side. So you'd think it's six, but it's an eight and a half point swing here. But Virginia Tech gets one of their best players back, and Clemson's one of one of Clemson's best players is also kind of on the mend um, and might be out. So, I it's a great look, it's a great call, it's a great spot. I'm completely with you. Virginia Tech plus two consensus play. Um, all right, I will stay in the Pac-12. Now here are um, there are spots that you look for in the Pac-12. Uh, because of how their scheduling works out, right? You have your two-game road trips. What, your desert Utah, trip. Colorado, Washington, right. Washington State, right. or Arizona, Arizona State. Right. You got your desert trip, the mountain trip, the Pacific Northwest, the Washington trip, the Oregon trip, the L.A. trip. Like You got all these trips, right? This week, the L.A. schools are in Arizona. Arizona State just choked away a chance for a huge win against UCLA. They choked it away. That would have been a resume solidifying win. Arizona State's a team that I think is right now still on the positive side of the bubble, but that would have been like, holy shit, we're dancing. Bobby Hurley's teams have been known to kind of fade after something bad happens. He might not be the best coach in the world. Just my two cents. I like Bobby Hurley. You know, I like betting I've on Bobby Hurley. A lot of, I've been hearing a lot of Bobby Hurley hate around the, uh, around the web. There might it might just be there might it might not just be Bobby Hurley hate. I think there's a sentiment that the no, Hurley there's definitely there's definitely but, some there's definitely some Hurley brother hate. I think the Hurley I, I don't think the Dan Hurley hate is as as justified as the Bobby Hurley hate. There's I think people out there think the Hurleys might be a little overrated, and I'm willing to uh to agree with that for a second. Um, Arizona State had UCLA on the ropes, hyped home atmosphere, place was going crazy. They had a chance to solidify a huge huge win. They gave up a 17-2 run in the final few minutes, completely choked it away. Now they have to play a USC team that happens to be pretty good and matches up really well with Arizona State. They do a lot of the same things, except USC is just bigger with a little bit more talent. And I think both teams have coaches that are not very good, you know, that are kind of meh. And you, and yet you don't like Andy? I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I don't think... I don't think either him or Bobby Hurley is a difference maker. I actually think Andy Anfield might be a little bit better of a coach. Yeah, that's. The, I was going to say, I feel like he's a decent coach. Now, I haven't dug into like the history of this matchup, and I think I probably should. I wonder what Andy Anfield – let me do it right now on the podcast. I wonder what their um, – what the history is of Enfield versus Bobby Hurley because, you know. Oh, boy. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. Bobby Hurley has a devil of a time against Andy Enfield and company. A devil of a time, which just leads me even further down this this rabbit hole that I'm going down. As I was saying, spots, right? Arizona State just blew this huge game against UCLA. USC really never had a chance against Arizona the entire night. They were down double digits from start to finish. I think they... When you get blown out like that, it's easier to move on. No, it's, it's way easier because you're thinking about yeah. the next game and a half. I think that's where that's where their head is. You don't want to have an empty road trip, right? And I think Arizona State is primed for a letdown after giving everything they had to get UCLA. Now it's tough a day and a half later to be ready for USC, which is big, physical, tough, and needing a win. Give me the Trojans. 
You're making a lot of sense here, Santu. Thank you. That's what You're I making do. Making a lot of sense here. USC plus three is a play for me. Yeah, throw me on it. Let's do it. All right. Let's see. Three consensus plays out of four now. Let's make it. Uh, let's make it four for five. Let's just keep them going. Along here. Oh boy. All right. Um, let's go to the uh, the best conference in college basketball. Okay. The Big Twelve. Oklahoma State laying a point, laying a point <laughs> against Iowa State. Yeah, is that right? Did I read that right? You did. Yeah, they they are laying a point, and they're off of a massive win against Oklahoma. They they just tight game in the first half, blew them out late. Just slowly, like the offense started to come alive. Now this Iowa State team just had a hyped win against Texas, right? Who was the uh, player that transferred? Paris? Uh, Tyrese Hunter. Tyrese Hunter. Transferred from Iowa State to Texas. All the fans were excited to see him come there, play. They beat him. Place was electric. Now you got to go to half full Stillwater. You know, there is not any atmosphere in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I don't know, man. They even It's half full, but it's half full and it's loud. It's half full, but it's loud. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's... I, I, I know the type. Yeah. Um, it's half full, but the, those those that half that goes, they really give a fuck about what goes on on the floor. Well, I think this Oklahoma State team is starting to uh, starting to play well. I, I this has been one of my favorite teams to bet on. Yep, in college basketball because they play so tough the entire game. Like their offense is god awful, but but their defense, their defense is great. And when you guys have to go on the road after a hype. Home spot and play a team like Oklahoma State that is just going to give you no easy buckets. That's tough, and it wears on you all game, physically, emotionally. I think this Iowa State team is going to struggle to score here, and I, I don't like. Yeah, their their defense is good, but I don't I don't think they're going to be physical enough to deal with the Oklahoma State throughout this game, and I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to lose. So I'm going to lay the points. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Consensus play, Oklahoma State minus one. Uh, I think it was huge for Oklahoma State. They got Musa Cisse back, and like they've been hanging tough in a lot of these Big 12 games. And I think it was huge for them from just a psyche perspective to put it all together in the second half, make shots, and beat yeah, your rival. Score. Yeah, I think that was huge for them from like a, like a, like a mental perspective situations like oh shit like we can defend now if we can put the ball in the hoop a little bit we can win i mean this team almost went into um kansas fog yeah. allen and won yeah. yep yep had the game basically won yeah, yeah so they, if, they, if they could score at all they win that game yep there um there's talent there i think these teams match up well uh the only thing i'm a little concerned about is oklahoma state can be careless with the basketball and nobody turns forces turnovers quite like iowa state does um, but I think the fact that you're at home might help with that. that. Limits that a I think, I think it does. Yeah. So I, I, I think you'll have less like crowd influenced stuff. Cause I mean, obviously Hilton is, uh, it's one of the best atmospheres in college basketball. Another spot thing, Iowa state just beat Texas. Um, next up is Kansas state. So like, it's a little bit of a sandwich here. You got to go, go to Stillwater to play Oklahoma state in between Texas and K state. And obviously everybody knows how, what Kansas state has been doing this year too. So like, I like that. Um, also, I, I mean, you want to talk regression, like Iowa state's three point shooting this year 
has been on a re- it, 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 it has been up and down is what I will say. They have been way better from the perimeter at home than they have been on the road. Um, I hope that's not in my head, but like, let me, let me make sure like I'm not talking out my ass here. It's just something that I've noticed uh, at home, Iowa state's three point shooting 39% on the road, Iowa state's three point shooting. Hang on. 30%. I mean, that's a significant difference, right? And it's like, you live by the three, you die by the three. They kind of live by it at home. I think they might die by it on the road. I'm I'm with you, Oklahoma State minus one. Look at us, consensus playing this this thing to death. Yeah. Should we find another one? I don't know if you're going to have the stomach to come along All on right. this one. This one is real stinky. Talk to me. We're staying in the Big 12. It's the best conference of college basketball. Baylor is playing great, great basketball. They're kind of, they've kind of righted the ship. They're super talented. Um, they like they've got great guards, and I really think Baylor might be a um, like I think they could be national title good when when all is said and done. But there's something about this spot going to Norman, Oklahoma, and having to play the Sooners, who will slow it down. They'll kind of muck it up. Everybody's talking about Porter Moser to Notre Dame now with Mike Bray out, right? I mean, there's an added chip on his shoulder, I think, to get a win here. Oklahoma beat Baylor in the Big 12 tournament last year. And Baylor, they've won, I think, four in a row, maybe three in a row, four in a row, something like that. Um, None of them really against anybody who's all that remarkable, right? Like, if you look at who Baylor's been beating up on. Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Exactly. One could argue those are the three worst teams in the Big 12. I think a lot of people would argue that. Okay. Now they got to go to Oklahoma and you know where Baylor had what Baylor might be looking ahead to on Monday night, big Monday home game against Kansas. It's a look ahead spot. This is a look ahead spot against a team. Nobody really wants to play a team that's scrappy. That'll slow it down. That might muck things up. I don't know if I'm, I'm sold on Baylor being back to Baylor. I think they're really talented. I'm not sure they're ready to be back to Baylor yet. And I think Oklahoma needs, if you look at Oklahoma's resume, they're a bubble team, legit bubble team. They do not have a marquee win yet. Here's the chance for one. I don't know how how like rocking it's going to get in Soonerville. I don't think it will, to be honest. No, it will not be rocking in Soonerville. It's a very corporate crowd over there. The Oklahoma fans in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State only care about football. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. But um, I think it's a good spot for Oklahoma. I think they're a pick them minus one. Let me see if there's what the updated line is. Hang on. I was prepared to take them anything better than minus one. Um, they're a pick them. So give me, give me Boomer, Boomer sooner. Minus the point. Pick them, whatever. Minus one, pick them. Yes. You, do you want uh, it? You, you underestimate me. I, I do like, I do like this. <laughs> this is very stinky. I like I like Porter Moser. That's the thing is I love betting on Porter Moser. I love betting on Oklahoma ever since I got Porter Moser, and that's why I want Porter Moser to come to Notre Dame. There you go. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm on this. I like Oklahoma has not let me down. I, well, they did let me down when they uh, when they let West Virginia bank in a three to not cover last Saturday. That they definitely let me down there. Can't hold, but, but you can't hold fair, Porter Moser. To be fair, to be fair, mm-hmm. I was also on them against Texas when they banked in a three to get the cup. <laughs> so I think it, it evens out, you know, like you, you win some, you lose some. Yep. Um, but I, I agree with everything you're saying. Like 
I, uh, Oklahoma's a really good team defensively. You're really sold on Baylor. I'm semi-sold on Baylor. Like, I think they're good. Um, but they haven't they haven't put everything together. And I think there's been, like, a, a level that the other top teams in the uh, in the Big 12 have been playing that Baylor hasn't, like, been at that level. You know, like, Kansas wouldn't come in here and be a pick against Oklahoma because Kansas goes on the road and plays even kill. You know, you know like, there, there, there's a different level, in my opinion, to Kansas and Baylor on, like, these kind of letdown spots because Kansas has been doing it for so long. Baylor's been doing it for three years. But, but yeah, no, I, I like Oklahoma. Good. Um, where are you going next? Let's see, let's see. I actually thought you were gonna make me take Texas Tech against Kansas State, and that was that's on my radar too, but that I don't gonna to be too much for me. I, I don't think I'm gonna go there. All right. I'm going to go to a game that uh is a theme that we've been talking about. Okay. A lot. These lines, they're, they're just making you they're making you pay a premium to take a sharp side. Yep. And uh, sharp side has lost five in a row. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, just lost at Nebraska. And now they're laying four and a half. Can we get a four and a half? I, I, that's what I'm seeing on pregame. I okay. don't know how real that four and a half is. Four and a half is real. It's real. Against um, Iowa. Um, look, this is the I was the perfect team for Ohio State to get right at, against, in my opinion, because Iowa doesn't defend; they've never defended, and Ohio State can score. Right? They're gonna they're gonna be able to score on Iowa at will, and then you have the the crowd is gonna be excited as excited as they get for Ohio State basketball because they need this one. The players like. If, if you weren't beaten down after losing at Rutgers, you know, like for your for your third straight loss or your fourth straight loss, you're going to be beaten down and, and, and you're going to be getting yelled at after you lose at Nebraska to make it five in a row. Like this team has to come out with energy. I think the intensity, even though their defense has never been great, is going to be able to s- slow down Iowa. And I think there's just nothing Iowa's going to be able to do to stop Zed Key, Justice Suing, Bryce Sensabaugh. Like, it, it, it's not – they're not they're – ne- they can never stop anybody. They can only outscore them. And I just think the intensity, the spot, the um, the crowd, it's, it's going to lend to Ohio State playing inspired defensively. Um, I agree. It's another consensus play. Uh, you hit on all the key points. Um. I think I feel like the last couple Saturdays I have paid a premium for some of these favorites and it's worked out for me. Um, I think I need to go back and look, maybe I've gotten the benefit of getting like the right numbers closing by half a point. But I mean, if you go back and, and, and look at some of these examples, right. Last weekend, um, last weekend, right. Florida was laying four and a half against Missouri. They ended up covering by nine, uh, 
couple weeks and weekends ago, Illinois was laying that big number um, against Wisconsin. They ended up covering pretty easily. Uh, so there are a lot of examples. Um, so I think the books are wising up, right? You got to pay a premium, but that's okay. Um, it takes the sharpest of minds to pay that premium. And that's where we're at. So give me Ohio State. I'm with you. Minus four and a half. It's another consensus play. We're very like-minded on this episode, Kyle. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but uh, we'll find out Saturday. Although this is the best I felt of of these Saturdays we've been giving out plays. Yeah, it's good. I'm listening to you. I feel like you, you've done some handicapping. I'm, You're doing, not... I'm, I'm, I'm giving valuable information this you time. You are. You are. You're not yeah. coming in willy-nilly with some UCF bullshit that makes no sense I at all. I know about UCF. Uh, you know, I just, you know, you're better than that. You're better than that. And you're proving it. You're proving it. I'm, I'm, it's good. One, 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 one final thing to add on Ohio state. When you sure. look at these losses, it, they make, it makes sense yeah. to, to a degree, right? Like you lose by two to Purdue. That's a massive game. And then you have to go on the road to a desperate Maryland team, right? That yep. was a big spot for Maryland. Yep. So, okay. Two losses, excusable. You lose to Minnesota, less excusable, uh, the really only bad loss, but Minnesota, like, they have to get a win somewhere. And if you can get a win against a um, Ohio State team on a on a Thursday that's not really expecting it, that's like it makes somewhat sense. Yep. Go to Rutgers, you lose in overtime, barely take that loss, and then you're in back to back road, and you have to go to Nebraska, a team that's desperate. Like, yeah, it, it, it's all like it, it's not good, but it. It makes sense. I, I don't think you should think any lesser of this team based yeah. on history. I agree. The ball started rolling downhill. Well said. And like there were a couple, every spot makes sense why they lost the game. All right. So we've got, I think we've given out a good amount each. What do we have? One more, one more to give out each. It's kind of, it's getting a little, little convoluted with all the consensus plays that we got. I've got no idea. Yeah. I've got no idea where we're at. Let's, do you, are you able to give out at least one more? Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got one more that I'm looking at right now. All right, so we'll each give out one more. Um, I'm going to take. Let me see. Actually, let me go go back to my notes because I want to. I want to make sure I give out a really good one here. Um, let's get real sharp. You know the one that I really wanted to bet was North Carolina, but they're they opened at six. Kempom had them at two. They opened at fucking six, which is like crazy. Um. All right. Uh damn it! This is not good. I get too many options. Let's go. Do you have something that you have ready? I've got something ready. All right. Take take it away. All right. Um, I'm gonna go to the SEC and I want you to I want I want you to follow me on this because okay. this is the last one I'm giving out because I'm a, I'm not hundred percent sure on it, but I feel kind of good about it. Florida is going to Mississippi State. And what is this line? One and a half? Yep. Yeah, Mississippi State is laying one and a half at home in the Humphrey Center. Uh I like I like Mississippi State here. I, I think this team is 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 they've been they've been losing games. And Florida has been – what have they lost? How many in a row has Mississippi State lost? Like six or seven right now after starting out 12-0? They just got beat by Tennessee at home. Didn't cover that game. Florida is, is starting to play play better. They had a nice comeback against Texas A&M. 
Their defense is really coming together. But these teams, they're very similar, right? Very similar. They, they've got Colin Castleton and Tulu Smith. Two big men. They, they can't score offensively, but they defend great. I think when you have two similar teams and two teams that can't score, right, the team that's going to be able to find some buckets is going to be a team at home. And you're only laying one and a half here because Florida's better analytically. And they're probably a better team. But this is this is do or die. It's going to be a border uh, full arena. They'll probably be drunk. They'll probably be loud. Like, and I, I just don't – I think they're going to be able to stop Florida from scoring. And Florida's going to stop Mississippi State from scoring. But this is going to be a rock fight. And I think Mississippi State can win rock fights. When they get into trouble is when teams, like – can score and get any set or sort of lead because then Mississippi State can't keep up. Um, yeah, consensus play. Uh, I actually had this one circled on my radar. Uh, I think Mississippi State's really desperate. Um, Florida came all the way back against Texas A&M during the week, and they just couldn't finish the job and ended up losing. I think a lot of what Texas A&M did well Mississippi State can do well also, which is force turnovers and get to the offensive glass. Mississippi State. Now, the, the one thing that I think separates them from Florida in a good way is, yes, you identified it, right? Two teams that struggle offensively, uh, don't really have great creators in the backcourt, rely a little too much on their big man to be threats to score in the post. And I think Cassidy's a, a better player than Tolu Smith. But Mississippi State as a team goes ridiculously hard at the offensive glass. That will get them extra possessions. And in a game where nobody's going to be able to score, I think the extra possessions will matter. Um, I agree. I like Mississippi state. Um, I'm not sold on Todd golden as a head coach. The more I've thought about it. And I think everybody thought he was like this whiz kid, right? Really bright up and comer did great things at San Francisco. He took over a San Francisco program that was already in good shape because of Kyle Smith and Kyle Smith left and went to, and went to, um, went to Washington state. Right. And like Todd golden really, had just really talented players at San Francisco and he just really good guards that were able to make a lot of crazy shots. He doesn't really have that right now in Florida. They're trying to play through their big man and they just don't have an identity on offense. They're not a great three point shooting team. So I'm not sold on Todd golden guy who I am sold on is Chris Jans. No matter where Chris Jans is has gone, he has gotten his team to play tough, physical, hard nosed basketball. That's what Mississippi State does. They had an incredibly impressive cover against Auburn a couple weeks ago, last Saturday, they took Tennessee down the wire during the week in a game that, they were winning for a good chunk of the game. Tennessee just got red hot in the in the second half and shot the lights out. Florida's, I do not think Florida's going to get red hot in Starkville. So I'm with you, Colin. Mississippi State laying the small number, minus one and a half. That's good. This is one I wasn't sure if you're going to be along with. Yeah, I'm, I, I like it. Um, all right, my last one. This is a tough one because I think, I, I think I'm fading the only really good team in the ACC, but I, I love the matchup. Um, and I think the coach is fantastic, so I got to do it. Uh, I'm taking Wake Forest plus the four. Um, might be five. five, great plus five, even better. Um, ah, now so here's the part that scares me, and I think this is the part that I have to like get out of my mind, and that's I think part of the reason why I'm taking it is because I know this this part scares me. Is like I watched Wake Forest against a really good defensive team get absolutely destroyed at the rack. Um, they turned the ball over, they weren't ready to play, and Rutgers hammered them. 
But in that game, Wake Forest made a ton of threes. They got good looks, and they got a great shooting team. I think Virginia is very similar to Rutgers, and I think a big reason why Wake Forest turned the ball over a lot at Rutgers was because Rutgers was desperate. They were off like six days. They had six days off. They came out pressured, forced turnovers, got out in transition, and the crowd was into it. Now, now Wake Forest is at home getting five against a Virginia team that I think they match up really well with because against the pack line defense, Wake Forest should be able to shoot the ball. They should get off open looks from three. Wake Forest really shoots it well. Um, and Virginia slows the pace. They slow the tempo on the road. They're just off a huge win against Virginia Tech, and I know, you know whatever, it's Virginia Tech. It's still a rivalry game. They won a rivalry game. Now they got to go on the road to Wake Forest. And Wake Forest is playing with a ton of confidence, right? They're playing really good basketball, and Steve Forbes can really coach. I think they know what they are. And Wake Forest is going to have the best player on the floor in Tyree Appleby. Um, and I'm not sold on this Virginia team. I still, like, they, they've gone through spells this year, Colin, where they have not looked as dominant as, like, maybe people are talking them up to be, right? I mean, it's still I mean, the... They, are, are people, you think, I guess they, they've got some really good wins, so I guess that, that definitely lends people. But I haven't I haven't heard people talk about them as, like, a championship contender. Or like Oh, I so maybe so this might be my own my own intuition because one of my best friends from college, Jake, as you know, works for ESPN Stats Info. And he works very closely with the ACC Network, so he floods me a lot of the ACC Network stats, which talk a lot about how this Virgin the similarities between this Virginia team and the team and the that won the national champ. Yes, which is like it's like their big storyline they're running with. So maybe that's what's in my head when I think that way. Yeah, I like everything I've heard. It, it kind of cuts off. Arizona's the last team they even float, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at like if I look if you look at the teams that Virginia played on the road. No, I mean I'm looking yeah. at it right now, and like their their schedule is it's impressive, right? They've got Illinois, Baylor wins, they lost to Houston, they lost to Miami, beat well, UNC. Like they're they've got impressive wins. But so here's here's my yes, here's my like yes to that though, right? Like so in the games that they played specifically on the road, right? Strictly on the road, I would say the teams that they've played on the road that have good really that are good on offense, Michigan, they won by two, didn't cover. Miami, they lost. Pitt has been much better offensively. They lost. Right? Georgia Tech offensively challenged, they blew out Georgia Tech. At Florida State, offensive challenge, they blew out Florida State. When they've gone on the road to play teams that can score the ball, they haven't played well. Right. I, Georgia Tech I mean, and Florida State. That's, are, that, that, that's not a especially if you're if you're gonna beat the pack line. Like yep. you you do have to be able to knock down open looks. I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of open looks because they're trying to keep you out there, but you, you need to have good ball handling and you and you've got to be able to like so I also think with the UVA team with the Keeley Clark. One of the big things is having guards that can shoot over him. Yep, and that's something that uh, Wake Forest has. Yep. Um, any other thoughts? Are you are you coming along? I, I, I can't. Away? I can't bring myself to 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 do that. I'm I'm gonna abstain, but okay. I I understand it. Okay. All right, I've got Arizona. Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, USC, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Mississippi State, and Wake Forest. And Colin, so far you've got Arizona, Duke, Virginia Tech, USC, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Mississippi State. A lot of consensus plays in the mix there. Um, 
let's run through the slate. Make sure we we don't we brush up on anything that we left. Uh, all right, let's go quick. Uh, I lean South Florida against UCF. Just getting that out there. Um, I don't really want to give it out. I, I need to do a little more research I'm sick there. Of your American place. What'd you say? I'm sick of your American place. Yeah, I, my American. I, I I think I need to scale down the American place. I don't, I, I don't think I have as good a read on that as I think well, I did. Because the American lines, like they're weird. Even they're very like, weird. What was the Cincinnati USF? Or yep, Cincinnati SMU blew them like out. Three and a half, and they won by twenty. Cincinnati blew out USF. Um, but there were, I mean, there were some others this week that that I mean, I had Tulsa against SMU, and Tulsa lost by three, which is nice. Um, I, yeah, I I think I'm I might end up on USF. I need to do a little more research to make sure everybody's healthy and whatever. I just think it's a hype home spot, and like if I was going to take them at home against Cincinnati, I think I got to take them at home against UCF. Uh, all right. Other big ones. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Arkansas laying eight, ten in spots. I don't know which line is accurate at home against Ole Miss. I kind of yeah, like Arkansas. I'm trying to find these lines right now. I'm yeah. Say. I'm not sure which is which is the most accurate. So, like, I'll just run through on pregame, whatever their consensus play, consensus line is. I guess they have it at eight and a half. Okay. We'll go with eight and a half. Any thoughts? I kind of like Arkansas minus eight and a half. I, I, I feel like. That loss to Missouri might be the turning point because I saw a lot of good things in that game. And I think I think they're about to catch that, yeah, that mean, must bus upswing. I I I agree somewhat because like I was definitely looking at Arkansas potentially, but the lines the line is big. I mean and Ole Miss is a is a defensive team, right? So the defense should travel. But they're they're pretty bad offensively, and Arkansas is very good defensively, so they could just not score at all. Yeah, I I, I think it might be the must bus um, inflection point, but I don't know if I'm willing to put my money on it yet. Uh, Vanderbilt at Georgia, Georgia laying three and a half. I want nothing to do with these teams in the SEC. Um, Georgia might be legit. Like I, I think that's actually like in the car. I think Georgia's pretty good. Yeah, um, which m- m- means if you Think if you think that Georgia minus three and a half might not be a bad look against a Vandy um, team. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh Vandy just had a home stand against Arkansas and Alabama. Like now they got to go on the road to Georgia. Like if Georgia's good. Like then if, if Georgia's good, like if that's the world, then Georgia should roll them. But I'm not I'm not in that world either. Uh yet, at least. TCU Kansas, one of the best games of the day. TCU plus seven and a half at Kansas. I took this at open at nine. I would probably take it also at seven and a half. Um, so I'll give it out. I'll give it out. What the hell? Uh, I love the spot. TCU off the road lost West Virginia. Now they play Kansas. I think hyped up a little bit more. Kansas just lost to K State, um, at the buzzer essentially. Um, and now they got a their next game is at Baylor on Monday night. I think it's a tough little sandwich spot against TCU, even though TCU is a top 15 team, but TCU is super experienced. I, I have seen enough of TCU this year. Yes, Colin. I can't. I can't see your screen. No. DraftKings doesn't let me place my bet. It's very disrespectful. We can't, we can't place your bet. You're not geolocated. Unbelievable. They're they're cutting you down. Uh, I, I like TCU. I think TCU is really really good. Like I think they're really really good. Um, I think Jamie Dixon can coach. I think I think they might might steal one at Fog Allen. So so give me TCU plus seven and a half. Why the hell not? I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I we were talking about this before. It's 
it's a lot of points. And yeah, Kansas is off a tough loss, right? But this is kind of when the premium is getting paid for no reason. And TCU is also off a tough loss. They just got blown out by West Virginia. Kansas was laying six and a half against Iowa State last week. Same spot, similar spot. Less of a spot, less of a good spot. And I think TCU might be better than TCU is better uh, than Iowa State. Well, Iowa State won at TCU. So it's like hard yeah. to say that. But like, I, I think so. Games I don't think... matter. My opinion matters. <laughs> um Boston College, Notre Dame. Notre Dame laying five and a half. I know you don't want me to you've been warning me to get off of Notre Dame, but part of me feels like given the Mike no, Graves. I said, versus... I said I like when you I know. Um... I know, but, but you've, you, been bad, you've been betting on them like they're a good team. I actually think this is a good spot. Yeah. Because Boston College sucks. Yeah. And they're going to play for Mike Bray. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I, I think a team like, – like, teams that are athletic and, like, talented on offense can hurt Notre Dame because Notre Dame doesn't guard anybody. Boston College is neither athletic nor talented on offense. They just try to muck it up. And I don't know how they, they win games in, in Chestnut Hill, like, because they have. I don't know how they do it because they're not good. But – um, I, I just think this is a different animal. They lost at UNC earlier this week. I, I just don't see them showing up at, at what Purcell Pavilion and, yeah. and giving giving a good game. Like with all this Mike Bray stuff flying around, I just I think it could be a great. I think Notre Dame could win this game by twenty. It could be one of those shots where Cormac Ryan and and Dane Goodwin. Well, Cormac Ryan needs to hit some fucking shots. Yeah. Because- he used up all of his shooting ability against Alabama in the, uh, in the <laughs> tournament last year because he can't hit shit anymore. Yeah. Like I, every time I see him pull up, I'm like, oh, that's a great shot, and just bricks. Yeah, I, I I think I think eventually shots need to shots will fall, and I think this is a great spot for it. I, you know, Van Allen Lubin's back. Is he? Yeah, he played he played against Florida State. Didn't really help that much, but Florida um, Florida State is the worst team for Notre Dame because they're long and athletic. Uh, we talked Virginia Wake, Texas Tech, Kansas State's a really good game. Um, Kind of stinky that K-State's only laying four and a half after that huge win over Kansas. Yeah, big big letdown spot. Huge letdown spot against a desperate Texas Tech team. I like Texas Tech, but four and a half is crazy. You want to talk about paying a premium to be a sharp. I thought the line was going to open at six. Open at five, it's already down to four and a half. I was hoping it would open at six, be bet up to seven, seven and a half. That's where I wanted to bet on, come into it. Four and a half is like crazy. Plus, Kansas State is not a fun team to fade. Like, no, no, Kansas State's not a fun team to fade. And they, they, Kansas State is like tenacious defensively. Yeah. Maybe they won't be as tenacious, though, after. Kansas yeah, State. after that. But I'm just saying, like, Texas Tech can't score. I know they're not they're not very good offensively. They're offensively challenged. They're not de- they're not great defensively this year either. Like well, I think there's yeah there's this think, misnomer. I got I got a question actually. Yeah, because I've been thinking about this a little bit. Do you think they have changed the uh, roughing style in college basketball this year from the past couple of years? No, I just think they're they're bad. No, because but like, I don't look, at, look at all the look at all the fouls called in the Kansas State um, Kansas game. All the fouls called. In the Mizzou, Arkansas, uh, Missouri, Arkansas Alabama, game. Or Arkansas game. Yeah, like all of the fouls that have been. There's been a ton of fouls recently, and yeah. the ending, and like just throughout the games. I think they're calling it tighter because, like the past couple of years, Texas Tech, Baylor, those teams like that just foul every possession and hope that you don't call the foul. Like they just play incredibly tight defensively and Arkansas. Just, yeah. Just hack at you. 
Like, I, I, I feel like there's been a shift. I haven't, you might be right. I haven't been aware of it. Um, I feel like Rutgers is. Keep an eye out on it Saturday. I want to hear your thoughts. I I will keep an eye out. The the only thing I will disagree with is, or why I disagree, I should say, is Rutgers has been notorious for being one of these hack teams, and Rutgers is fouling less all season, less this season than they have in years past. Yeah, but Rutgers is shooting now. What do you mean shooting? Like they can hit shots. I'm I'm talking defensively. I know, but I'm like I'm just saying like when you like the. You're seeing Texas Tech fall back to earth a little bit. You're seeing like a lot of these teams not be as good. I, yeah. Rutgers is staying the course because I think they can shoot. Yeah, they couldn't shoot the other night. That's for damn sure. Um, not the speed limit in uh, in Michigan. Well, I mean, not to get into a Rutgers tangent because Rutgers doesn't play, but like, I I read an article, Colin, which really pissed me off because I think the Star Ledger might it might be the only state newspaper like that like actively roots against the the state school. It's ridiculous. I read an article this morning, Rutgers fatal flaw shows in road loss to Michigan state fatal flaw. Let me just say this, have a clue on college basketball. If, if you have two teams that I would say are pretty equal, right? Pretty yeah. equal. And one team shoots 12 of 22 from three point range on its home floor. And the other team shoots two of 18 from three point range. I wouldn't call that a fatal flaw. I would call that, one team shot the ball great, the other team didn't, and that's why one team won by 15 points. It's really that simple. You know what I mean? That could happen I, to I, any I, team I, on I, any I, given night. I, under, I understand what Don't you're saying. Don't call it a fatal flaw. It's not a fatal flaw. It happens. Right. It happens. Listen, 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 listen. I understand what you're saying, but in years past, that could be considered a, a fatal flaw for Rutgers is their inability to shoot. This year is different because they have Cam Spencer, I, my who, point can, is, who can, can shoot. Yes. So I like I, I think that author may have just been like in looked at the stat line and inferring this team from past Rutgers team. But I actually think the difference between this Rutgers team and Rutgers teams of old is their shooting is more sustainable. I just think the Star Ledgers have to get Rutgers, and I think well, the Fatal Star Fall. Ledger, Steve Pelotti, everybody's have to get Rutgers. He, he hates Rutgers. Um all right, moving on. Enough about Rutgers. Lean Texas Tech haven't bet it yet. Uh, Nebraska, Penn State, interesting game. Nebraska off the win against Ohio State. Nebraska has played, uh, I think, five quality teams on the road. They beat Creighton. The other four, they've lost to by 15 or more points. I think Penn State could blow them out. I, I, it's on my radar. I haven't touched it, but I lean Penn State. I think Penn State can make a ton of shots. They're off the tight loss against Wisconsin. Um and they've been great at home. And if Nebraska wants to, Nebraska tries to force turnovers and they get a little out of position defensively and allow you to shoot threes once they like don't force turnovers, Penn State doesn't turn the ball over. They're like the best team in the country not turning the ball over. And they shoot the three like crazy um, and shoot it very well, especially at home. So like feels like a worst case scenario matchup for Nebraska. And I could see Penn State winning the game by 15, 20 points. So looking at Penn State, haven't touched it. Any thoughts? I don't want anything to do with that game. Okay. Florida State at Pitt. Um, Pitt minus nine and a half. Anything? Lean Florida State? Yeah, I, I would. They're playing, they're playing better. That's a lot of points for Pitt to lay. 
I agree. They are they are playing better. Um, I lean Florida State also, but Pitt Pitt really impressed me this week. They went on the road and I faded them both games and they burned me both times. They went on the road and played two bad ACC teams and actually took care of business, which I really did not expect. Jeff well, Cable. So now's, the time, the now's the time to come back on the other it's, side. Right. It may be. It may be. But or but you but you don't want to bang your head on the wall three times. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, if I'm going to do it with Georgia Tech, I might as well do it against Pitt. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I bet Georgia Tech twice this week as a home dog. I might as well if I'm gonna do it a third time as a home dog. I might as well fade Pitt for a third time this week as well. Why the so hell ten, not? It's ten. It's ten now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get to take a deeper look. Auburn minus eleven and a half at South Carolina. I don't want anything to do with that. Um, let's see what else. Marquette Seton Hall, really good game. Marquette minus two at Seton Hall. Both teams off big wins. Marquette beat Providence at home. Seton Hall beat UConn at home. Anything. Lean, lean Seton Hall. Do you? Like, okay. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy Marquette that much. They have the number one adjusted offensive efficiency in all of college basketball, which is stunning. It doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't seem right. Right. It, it does not check out. out. Watch it. It does not check out. It makes zero sense that a Shaka Smart team is this good on offense. And then when you watch them play, it still doesn't really make sense. It's like, yeah, they're scoring, but I don't really understand how they're scoring because their players are good, but they're not they're like not missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seton Hall is really good on D. You know, it could be a case of the better defense plus the points at home. Like that's you know that's a that's a principle. Value because they won outright against UConn. I would agree, but maybe that maybe they're they're now they beat Marquette. They're right back on the in the NCAA tournament picture. So like they're still motivated. Um, Tennessee. That's definitely going to get a harder look tomorrow. Yeah, Tennessee LSU. Tennessee minus nine and a half at LSU. I mean LSU. What a shit shit. What a, I think this might be the time to get back on LSU. No, 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 no. LSU really I let me down this time was when they were four and a half against against Auburn. Against Auburn. After you made fun of me for taking them 15 against Alabama. <laughs> you know, let me let me let me just get let, let me be clear. Let me get that out there. I did. And I and I was burned. I actually had a pretty big bet. It was my biggest bet of the night. Um on a night that I did well, but it, that was not that was not doing well. That was a bad loss. They were in the game too in the second half. I don't know what happened. They just fell apart. And it's like if you can't score on Auburn's defense, and Auburn's good on D, but like you definitely aren't going to be able to score on Tennessee's defense because Tennessee is excellent on D. But I don't know Tennessee. You know, I mean, if I took ten, if I took you Ole Miss, want to fade Tennessee, man. I love no. I don't want to fade Tennessee. I love Tennessee. I I just this number is huge. It's like man, LSU. Like are they? They can't really be this bad, right? I mean, they beat Arkansas at home. They should have beaten Kansas State on the neutral. Like, I don't know why they're playing so poorly right now, but they are. Uh, all right, keep it, keep it. Keep they it. 127th in BART? Yeah, it's crazy. It's because, I mean, because they've had lopsided losses and close wins. So, like, yeah. they haven't – their analytics, I think, are not good. But you are what your analytics are, really, in, in college basketball. Like, you're as good as your as your power rating is. Um, and LSU's is not good. <laughs> uh, okay, we talked Baylor, Oklahoma, NC State, North Carolina. UNC minus five and a half against NC State. I really wanted to be on UNC here. Feels like a great spot. Feels like they're underrated. Um, but the line is saying the opposite. They're back healthy. Um, but I don't I don't have anything here. I wish I did, but I don't. Should be a good game. Yeah, that line's crazy inflated. Yeah. For no two reason. On Bart, two on yeah. For no for no reason, really, because like like NC State's been playing great. Like there's no reason why it's inflated. It, it's a, it's a three point three point adjustment. Yeah, for what? 
Like for what? For the for what? To prevent you from betting on it. <laughs> that is. Th- this is a premium. You want to talk about paying premium? That's a freaking premium. I wonder if people are going to hammer NC State and it's going to come down. I doubt it. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Still going. Great game. Alabama, Missouri. Missouri's one of Missouri's best players is Noah Carter. He's one of the only guys they have that has size um, and can rebound. He missed last game due to COVID, which leads me to believe he won't be back for this one because COVID protocols are what they are. Um, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. I think the number's a little big, right? It makes you want – I would want to take Missouri and be on Missouri, but I think Missouri – I think Alabama is the worst possible matchup for Missouri. Alabama will run. They defend the three-point shot, and they go to the glass ridiculously hard. I don't think Missouri is – like, I don't – Alabama is either going to make a three or they're going to, like, get an offensive rebound. Like, the only way Missouri is going to get the basketball is if they force turnovers. And I just – I don't know. I still might bet Missouri, but I mean, fading Alabama has not been a. a it's problem. been terrible. Yeah. Oh, they've been rolling teams. Uh, I mean, the turnover angle is not bad. They do Alabama does turn it over, and Missouri forces them at home. Right? You, you'd hope you could steal some possessions there. Yeah, but they're gonna so get talk, they're gonna get um, obliterated on the glass. Do we talk A and M Kentucky? Sure. Texas A&M. Kentucky minus five at home against Texas A&M. Do you have any thoughts? No, but I figured we should talk about it. We can talk about it. I, I don't I, – I have no edge. I haven't even really given it given it enough of a look. Um, I, I don't – I don't – I don't know what to make of the line. I have no interest in the game. I mean, they – the Bart line is point seven. Yeah. This but... is up to five because Kentucky's won two in a row. Yeah, also it's Kentucky. I also think the Ken Palm line is bigger than that. What's the Ken Palm line? The Ken Palm line is, hang on, get it for you right now. The Ken Palm line is, Texas A&M. Oh, yeah, Texas A&M. The Ken Palm line is four. So I don't know why there's such a difference, a disparity between Bart and Ken Palm there. Ken Palm is four. And that seems like a seems like an interesting spot to to back A and M. I don't know. I feel like everybody's forgot about the struggles that Kentucky's been having all season. I guess I don't know. A and But they could be. They just righted the ship, and now they're gonna be rolling. West Virginia, Texas. West Virginia laying one and a half at home against Texas. They just they just covered against TCU. Got the monkey off their back, if you will. Um, pretty much led wire to wire against TCU. Held off a a late comeback by the Horn Frogs, but um, I think this is a good West Virginia. I, I, I kind of believe in this West Virginia team. And now Texas has to go on the road to West Virginia after playing on the road at Iowa state. Like I could see myself betting on, te- on West Virginia. Back road game. Yeah. And like this Pretty is the trips also. Yeah. And this is the less hype of the two, right? I mean, your Iowa state was ranked Tyrese Hunter playing his former team. Now you got to go to Morgantown. It's like Morgantown, like really West Virginia. Pretty good. Pretty good. They're better than their record is. Way better than their record is. Also, that uh, you know, that premium, the lost coach premium is, is starting to fade a little bit. Yep. Now it's been a while. Yep. The rallying together. You know, now you're now you're in the midst of the season without a coach. Yep. 
and they looked bad against Iowa State. They just couldn't. They looked overwhelmed physically. Um, all right, more into the Pac-12. Washington at Utah. Utah minus seven. Anything from you? I'm kind of out on that game. I don't. I don't see any edge. Yeah. Um, we talked Florida, Mississippi State. We talked USC, Arizona State. Final game of the night. Oregon, Stanford. I will be on Stanford eventually. I promise you that. But I'm not going to take them at two and a half. I think they're the line is going to. Rise and rise, and maybe four, four and a half will come around, and that's when I'll be on Stanford. Um, you want to hear a funny stat that I found about Oregon Stanford? I don't know why this is. And Oregon's really talented and they're getting healthy, so they're playing better. But when they've played Stanford, when Stanford's had Jared Hass, and Jared Hass is a horrible coach, but for whatever reason, when he's home against Oregon, good things happen. A two point loss, listen, two point loss, 35 point win, 10 point win. Three-point loss, three-point win. I'm pretty sure Stanford is 5-0 and against the spread at home against Oregon under Haas. So, I, hate, I hate betting on Stanford. Yeah, well, they just blew out Oregon State, so maybe they've, they've figured some stuff out. I think it's going to be a rock. I, if Stanford can protect the rock and defend the three, I think they got a shot to win this game. They might might sneak up on Dan Altman and the boys. Um, all right, that's it. Some other mid-major stuff that I like. I got I to gotta, I gotta spend tonight doing a, doing a deeper dive and making sure I get everything I want in. Um, Because it's going to be another heavy Saturday. Quick summary. For you and me, Colin, Arizona, plus one and a half. Duke, minus five. Virginia Tech, plus two. USC, plus three. Oklahoma State, minus one. Oklahoma, minus one. Ohio State, minus four and a half. Mississippi State, minus one and a half. And TCU, plus seven and a half. And for me, also Arizona, plus one and a half. Also Virginia Tech, plus two. Also USC plus three. Also Oklahoma State minus one. Also Oklahoma minus one. Also Ohio State minus four and a half. Also Mississippi State minus one and a half. And also TCU plus seven and a half. Plus a couple ACC home dogs. Georgia Tech plus two. And Wake Forest plus five. It's a very group thinky Saturday for the hook and ladder pod. That's just how we like it though. Especially in college basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, Colin. That's that. Hook and ladder pod college basketball picks have a good weekend peace out see ya all right good luck tonight you're gonna be late for your date no 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 all right good what you looking at what you thinking about trying to find um are lines out on FanDuel? yeah they are they just they just dropped some of them wake three and a half texas tech four and a half Arizona minus 0.5. Oklahoma State minus 0.5. That's a better one. That's a good one. Juiced? Um, I got a, I got a really good number on Richmond tonight. I did not realize they were going to close minus two. Yeah. I have them plus one and a half. One and a half. Plus one and a half. Plus one and a half. I got money line. That's fine. They win. Spiders roll. I also bet – I bet Villanova tonight. Was that a bad look? What? Nova tonight. I kind of regret it, but it was it was a number and a matchup play, not so much a spot play, but it was definitely a number and a matchup play. At MSG, Ooh. even better. MSG scares me less than Carnesecca. You, I think Villanova fans. It's gonna be a neutral site game. Oh, it will be, but but like Villanova, man, Villanova's—they're not good. I know Oklahoma State and Arizona both pick'ems. I might just bet those right now. Yeah, I, I took them. 
Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get any better than that. I can't find this Mississippi State line. Do you think that I, line moves, though? I think Sharps might be on Florida. I think Sharps might be on Florida. I would wait. That I mean, the late, the later the game is tomorrow, the the longer it's going to take. I'm going to go on a fucking long-ass walk. I've been I've been dieting hard this week, Colin. Hard. Yeah, it was hard. I don't know. I'm I haven't I haven't measured like weighed myself, but like hard. Like I have completely cut out carbs this week. Damn. All right. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Intermittent fasting. It's 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 kind of nuts. You should see my my lunch is a my lunches this week was like a, a, a like a slice of turkey deli meat, a slice of roast beef, and a slice of Munster cheese rolled up. Two of them. That's my lunch. And then dinner has been like sausage and broccoli or or string beans. Yeah. And I'm snacking on peanuts. I did away with the goldfish. I'm now snacking on peanuts. Virginia Tech plus three on DraftKings. Now. Stop it. Oh, yeah, my God. I, I hate DraftKings so much. I want to take all my fucking money out of DraftKings. I never will, but I really want to. So fucked that they won't just let me bet. Whatever. Whatever. All right. I gotta I gotta I gotta go for a walk. I gotta shower. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Pull some right. are you what's the what's the deal? What's the vibe? Are you gonna you trying to bring know. her back? We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're, we'll see. We'll see. Have have you fucked her yet? Yeah. Tonight the night? We'll see. We'll see. You expect it to be the night? We'll see. All right. What do you wait? Let me ask you a question. Now this is a general question as somebody who doesn't date. I don't date. I haven't been a, I haven't been a dater. What are you looking for when you say we'll see? What's the how are you gonna know? Where are you taking her right now tonight? I want to like some speakeasy in the Upper East Side. Okay. What do you What are you looking for to know that you're taking her back to Smash? I don't know. You get like the feel. No. All right. Thanks for that help. I got. All right. Like like like. No fucking like feel. She's all over you and like. Yeah. All right. Then, all right. You, then you're like okay like. Thank you.